0: Whiskey and Nerds podcast. I got this one, that one, and then I got two six packs for tonight to bring to Brents. I mm. also made something that I completely forgot about until right now. It's supposed to sit overnight, so it's only going to sit for about seven hours-ish. They're called PBJBs. PBJBs? PBJBs. They're peanut butter and jelly bears. They are gummy bears, and you're supposed to put them in like a mason jar. Okay. And then you pour a screwball peanut butter whiskey over it. So that's the peanut butter, and then the gummy bears like the jelly. Yeah. And apparently that'll sit... Because so if you're like devil berries, people like pour like Grand Marnier over like fruit. And stuff, yeah. And the fruit absorbs the alcohol.
1: Vodka, watermelon.
0: Vo- yeah, vodka, watermelon, vodka, grapes, stuff like that. Yeah. So this is the peanut butter and jelly gummy bear with screwball peanut butter whiskey as the the soaking agent.
1: I am. I am made of questions. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we're going to we're going to drink of those tonight. We'll leave that. Up. We'll save some for review. PBGBs. <laughs> uh, PBJBs. PB-JBs. So, peanut butter and jelly, bears. Oh, yeah. So, I also thought about calling them, like, double bears instead of double berries.
1: But I'm, I'm like, nah, I like PBJBs. I'm already fucking it up, so I'm never going to not call it PBGBs. <laughs> PBGBs. It still works. It peanut really butter gummy, works. gummy bears.
0: Yeah. Peanut butter gummy bears. PBGBs. PBGBs. That's almost better. All right. So, let's see. I got the reviews set up. We have... I have some notes for uh peacemaker series finale um then we're gonna talk about what everyone's talking about the (laughs) dr strange trailer and our new setup Woo! we have a new room which is my work office so if any of you people that work
1: with me listen this is what the uh, non-blurred out posters look like (laughs) (laughs) when i worked at from home because i had covid for a week yeah I had like two different... I was like, why do I have to have all these video calls this week while I'm at home? Yeah. So I had to cover up the uh, Deadpool laying in front of the fire poster. Blur that out a little bit. Yeah. And I I really thought thought about it. I really thought, I was like, (laughs) I really should just leave this on.
0: Yeah. So we
1: are reviewing
0: two whiskeys, as usual. Uh, One is the Rebel Distillers Collection, single barrel, uh, 56.5%. We're apparently we're getting hammered today because we're following it up with Penelope, thirteen year American light whiskey at sixty four point two percent.
1: So I'm excited for the light whiskey. I've had the Rebels Distiller Select in yes. a different barrel and it was tremendous. Yeah, I even tried to uh, do an at home blend with it and something else and that didn't work. Um, but it by itself was really good. Now the light whiskey do you remember the jay mattingly that i had the one that was like carameled apples yeah, yeah yeah, like straight candy apple really really good that was by definition technically light whiskey okay you never know yeah
0: jay mattingly does a lot of worthy unique and
1: the trail boss you have is fantastic that huh? that grinch that i had well i said unique i didn't say good <laughs> that grinch was terrible so
0: we're gonna start with the rebel We don't have any coasters in here. All of our supplies are in the other room. We'll just wait and pour this one then. Bloop. Modern problems require modern solutions.
1: True story. (laughs) Slam shit. While you're fucking with that, Super Bowl happened. Super Bowl happened. Rams and Bengals. Yep. And the Rams won. Second straight home team to host the Super Bowl and win. And win it. Also, both NFC.
0: Yep. I don't know that uh, fan attendance uh, played much of a role in the home team advantage.
1: Uh, no, because... Because looking in the stands,
0: <laughs> it was a pretty even split between the, the Bengals and the Rams.
1: The Bengals showed out in droves. Yeah. Did you see the videos of the Rams... Super Bowl parade. parade?
0: No, I haven't seen anything on it.
1: They're like, look at all the fans out for the Rams parade. It's like eight people. There was no one out there. Yeah. And they're like, okay, look at the parade for the Bengals coming home. Oh, yeah. And it was just literally all of Cincinnati. Yeah. For losing the Super Bowl had the biggest welcoming.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's what fan base is.
1: Unless so. you're in L.A. or Dallas. Yeah. Yeah
0: pretty much. But I mean, good on, good on Matt Stafford. Finally finally won one. It only took 12 years of playing in Detroit of not winning one playoff game to leave and go win a Super Bowl.
1: He finally got with a good head coach. That was the biggest thing. He's yeah. had decent defenses and he's had, you know, Calvin Johnson at different points. He never really had a crazy running game yeah. or a great offensive line. But if you look at it and it was pro football focus I was listening to. You take away this season and actually, more specifically, you just take away the postseason run and winning a Super Bowl. Matt Stafford and Kirk Cousins are the exact same player. From yeah. a, from QBRs to win totals to uh, you know stats in general, yeah. Everyone gives Kirk Cousins shit and saying he's a you know he's crap. He's not that good. He's just a bus driver. Yeah, and then. Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford went to the Rams and it was like finally you get to see how great of a quarterback he was.
0: We'll put Kirk Cousins on the same team and is it the same?
1: Exactly. So I mean
0: ah! no. I mean if you if you put Matt Stafford back in Detroit and you put Kirk Cousins either on the Vikings or when he had a mediocre run with the Redskins, where do you where do you rank both of them? They're both mid to back mid tier. Yeah. But they're pretty close to each other.
1: Yeah. So by all accounts, they're the same quarterback. With yeah. the exception of, you know, this past since January, they've yeah. been the same quarterback. Yeah. With that said, they're of course gonna try and run it back. Oh yeah. Do you think that they... was the
0: one part of the Super Bowl parade I did see? Mm-hmm. That was when uh one, Aaron, Aaron Donald was Aaron Donald. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Donald got up to give a speech and Sean McVay started chanting, run it back. Yeah. I was like, eh, that's kind of cool. Which is cool, but run it's also
1: funny because it was up in the air on whether or not Sean McVay was even going to come back.
0: Yeah. Is he up for a contract this year?
1: Uh, I think he's still got a couple more years, but he was going to retire and he wants to do broadcasting. Really? Dude's 36.
0: 36, yeah. Neat. I mean, you got a career ahead of you
1: as a coach if you want it. He's got another 30 years as a coach based on. Yeah. How long people run that?
0: Yeah, say Belichick's like what mid sixties, early 70s. no, he's early he's 70s. He's in the early seventies. Like yeah.
1: Uh Pete Carroll, early seventies. Yeah. Uh Bruce Arians, early seventies. Yeah. So he
0: could have forty
1: more years if he wanted it. Yeah. Do you but think that have?
0: is that is a long career being a head coach.
1: So here's my question. Which one of those two teams do you exp first question. Do you expect either of them to make it back to the Super Bowl?
0: Super Bowl, no. Do
1: you expect the Bengals uh, to be able to get back? I definitely don't expect the Rams to get back. This was kind of a... We literally went the Golden Nugget route and paid for I guess the it depends team. on who
0: all they can re-sign. Who all, who all on the team comes back will determine if they can make it back. Yeah. Um, For the the Bengals, uh, they had so many near wins that could have been near losses. Yep. That it's like... Uh, I think the Rams have a better chance of making it back to the Super Bowl than the Bengals do. Um, But, I mean, I guess you have Cinderella stories happen twice.
1: So. I mean.
0: It would be that again. Yeah. They'd have to really invest in that offensive line.
1: Yes. And you're picking 31. So.
0: Yeah. Not a great start.
1: But, I mean, we'll dig into this draft a little bit. And start kind of breaking that down as we get closer to it. Mm Mm-hmm. The lineman positions a little thick on both sides, both offensive and defensive line. Okay, along with safeties are pretty heavy, and wide receivers are always heavy now. Yeah, uh, quarterback is super not. Yeah, there's no fucking quarterbacks. Yeah, you got like all the big names kind of came on the
0: last two drafts, and yep, that's like this year, and I think even next year is light as
1: well. Yes, I think there's one guy people have an eye on for next year, but one season can that's completely yeah. change all that. So. Start drinking whiskey. Ah, <sighs> let's.
0: Okay. So it says I. This one even gives you the I. I. Caramel. The nose. Um,
1: what do you get? Oaky. It's really weak on the nose. It to is. Me.
0: Well, the other notes that are given. Oak. It's the first one. Caramel. Cherry heavy dried f- dark fruit. Cherry, heavy, dry, dark fruit, cocoa, leather, marzipan, baking spice, and a touch biscuity with some coconut.
1: So I got oaky. Yeah. (laughs) That was it. That's it. That's all I got.
0: Ooh, that's good on the palate, though. Yes, it is. Is that similar to the one that you had?
1: Yeah, a bit different? The one that I had, I remember being like a little bit on the creamier side where this one is a little bit more baking spices side. Yeah. Um. um
0: and again, so this is a single barrel so it's going to be a little bit different than the tasting notes we have here but more than likely from at least the same
1: mash bill or batch. There's like a citrus zest to this with like cooking spices, cinnamon allspice. Uh, you get like the sweet oakiness but it's not Strong on the finish. Yeah. And actually, the finish on it isn't overwhelming or really It's a lot out
0: front, and then it fades out quick. Yeah. Um, It says oak, corn sweetness, cherry-heavy dark dried fruit, leather, nutmeg-heavy baking spice. You call it the baking spice. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Caramel, pepper, and a bit of vanilla, coconut, and earth. What? Yeah. It doesn't say it's earthy. It just says... Earth. Earth and Earth.
1: Man, this tastes like that Earth.
0: Tastes like Pluto. I just took a semi-accidental really big sip. <laughs> it was pretty good, though. No, this is delicious. Yeah. I like this a lot. So, um, Peacemaker is finally done. They were lit for a second season. They were greenlit last week. Um James Gunn wrote the entire eight episodes of this and directed five of them. Mm-hmm. Three of them each had one individual director. He's been greenlit to write and produce all eight of the next season.
1: So. As. Only good can come from that. And Gunn we trust. Yes. I mean. Pretty much. Now, here's the deal, though. When do we expect that? Because this dude's busy. Yeah. He he not only had the Guardians Christmas Special. special.
0: Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And
1: Volume 3, which I'm sure he's probably doing all in one go. Yeah. Once you have everyone there, you just... Yeah. Hey, we're going to shoot these scenes. I'm going to put this together as this one thing. Yeah, and then Christmas hat here's, on. And- yeah, here's uh this, which I don't know if he's already started doing um, Volume 3. No, I know he has.
0: Yeah, I think he has.
1: Well, because uh, Zoe Zaldana has already been posting on Instagram her doing shit in gamora makeup gotcha okay so then yeah they've at least started doing one of them
0: yeah so that's probably at least in post-production um but still yeah i mean i don't know how long it takes to shoot a tv show especially one because it didn't seem like it had a whole ton of special effects to like the last episode and a half yeah i mean you know cgi eagle but that's about it so awesome. um so i started watching the show and i watched the first episode and then kind of i was like yeah, it was good it was serviceable it's John Cena. It's dumb it's funny that's yeah, it's all right the more episodes I watched, the more I got into it, I'm like, why is this show becoming good? Why is there character development? Why do I care about this eagle? Like, yeah. Why? 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 Why?
1: Why do I love that T-1000 is a racist asshole? Yeah. And his stupid ass Iron Man thing with the ears? <laughs> yeah. The so white then, dragon? Then the very last, the the season finale came out on Thursday this
0: past week, and we watched it, and it ended, and I'm like, how did that become a really fucking good show?
1: it ended so well too
0: it did the cameos that oh. came in at the end we'll get to that the cameos that came in at the end i'm like it's one of the greatest things i've ever fucking seen
1: really fucking hate that rumor <laughs> <laughs> it's not a rumor <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, but uh so good yeah. so we're going into this you know they're tying it all up and it's there's nothing outlandish on the edge of your seat yeah You you expect it, you kind of know what's going to play out, and they give you exactly what you want. It was, and watching them in conjunction with each other, the antithesis of Book of Boba Fett, Yeah, where Book of Boba Fett had a lot of cool things in it, like, odes to this, and pull to that, and this great thing here, and this ties into Star Wars fandom, and this whole thing, but you can't stand the main character yeah. and most of the add-ins on the cast whereas and the whole storyline is really kind of weak and nothing to it you don't really care you honestly come episode four you're trying to get through it and yeah, it you're turn, trying to finish it and it turns into the mandalorian and you're back on board yeah whereas this one whereas peacemaker there's not huge tie-ins to the DC universe, and there could yeah. be. There's lines yeah. referencing he makes other fun people. Of
0: the he makes fun of Batman. He makes fun of Aquaman multiple times. He a makes lot. fun of Superman.
1: Yeah. Um, Every time he brings up uh, a different superhero in the Justice League, he says some outlandish rumor of them yeah. being gay or fucking fish or whatever the case is. Yeah. And so there's not any big pulls for anything, mm-hmm. but you like... The main character the whole time. His number two, Vigilante, yeah. was my favorite person in the entire fucking show. Yeah. You you're polling for uh Harcourt and I don't remember Waller's daughter's name.
0: Uh I don't either they're using your last name.
1: Yeah. So uh Dyedbeard. You are actually polling for this whole group. You love what happens. The storyline is unfolding and playing out in a For it literally being alien butterflies infiltrating people. Yeah. and
0: To a giant space cow.
1: Yeah. You get it. Like, for it to be sold something so ridiculous and be like, no, 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 I'm in on this. Whereas something like space criminal organizations seem pretty straightforward. You didn't buy any of it. You were bored out of your fucking mind. You're just like, get to a fucking point. Why do you keep taking your helmet off? Whereas the other one, it's... Put the helmet on. Take the helmet off. Do the cool shit with the helmet. Whatever. Yeah.
0: Which? What does this helmet do? Ex- exactly.
1: <laughs> Human torpedo. I'm in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was it? Those raccoons are fucking brutal. <laughs> <laughs> he goes out, his face is all covered uh, up. <laughs> he just looks at him. I want to re. I have zero interest in rewatching any minute of Book of Boba Fett with the exception of Cad Bane. Yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah. The scene when he's going up against the the, the sheriff, Mm -hmm. Timothy Oliphant. Yep. that. I mean, that scene was cooler than the the last scene he was in anyways.
1: That and the the breakdown of seeing Ahsoka with Luke and um, Ahsoka and Mandalorian looking up at Luke and Grogu training. Mm -hmm. Like, those you had... Ties there, into there cool Star Wars moments. Well, because you had two seasons before that that made you give a shit about that moment. Yes. Everything else in Boba Fett, you didn't give a shit about. Yeah. A no-name bounty hunter that got a cool following, and you tried to make him a good guy, and it didn't really work. And we did that ad nauseum, and I think we fixed it. Yeah. Or what would have made us enjoy it better. Peacemaker doesn't need fixing. No. In fact, Peacemaker is... One of those things that is so it's like a Jackson Pollock, it's messy, it's splattered everywhere, it's completely fucked up from just get go, but it's so beautifully perfect. You can't move one of those lines, yeah, you can't add more to you it, you can't
0: add or change out a character,
1: you can't pull any of those lines away or any of those splatters or any of those dots. Mm-hmm. That's what Peacemaker is, it's perfectly fucked up,
0: yeah. And I think that's kind of what James Gunn specializes in because when we originally were, we originally got the Guardians of the Galaxy movie when mm-hmm. it's first coming out we're like
1: who? Yeah. What the fuck is this? Is a raccoon
0: and a giant tree?
1: Which is hilarious because people that loved comic books who are deep into comic books yeah. all said why the Ooh, fuck are we yeah. getting a like Guardians of the like Ant-Man is a B-level Avenger that most people were I mean B-minus level Avenger that most people yeah. were like huh? That's Guardians credit. is like four hits below that
0: yeah but i think he was able to like okay i can take these guys Mm -hmm. and turn it into something that everyone's going to care about everyone's going to love yeah and so now you can take like anything 2016 17 and beyond comic book wise it's like oh their comics are huge now because of the movie
1: plus i think ant-man and uh guardian specifically because they happened fairly early on in the 23 Mm -hmm. there's a shit ton of captain america Yeah. There's a shit ton of Thor. Iron Man was a B level character, but there's a shit ton of Iron Man. There's, and they were bigger characters. So you could tell they tried to stick to a formula and a Mm -hmm. structure with those characters. And then you brought in Ant Man and gave him this persona and attitude that carried differently with Paul Rudd. And then you brought in Guardians of the Galaxy and you brought in a level of humor and ridiculousness. And uh, I mean, that movie felt like a frat party. Yeah. There's shit going on, everyone's fighting, everyone drinking, having a good time, literally at certain points. They're all trying to do something stupid the whole time. And it's because of that, you get to open up and do something like Thor Ragnarok and be like, wait, wait, wait. What if we pulled this serious structured character that you had Thor and then yeah. Dark World where he's this guy? There's funny moments in there. Thank you, Cat Dettings. Yeah. But But most of the
0: funniness comes from, like, his obliviousness to what's going on around him. Exactly. It's not actually him being funny.
1: Whereas Chris Hemsworth himself is hilarious. hilarious. Tom Hiddleston with him is hilarious. So, what if we pulled that shroud back and went this version, and then you got Ragnarok, which was tremendous. And then you're like, okay, no, no, no. We can all relax our shoulders And we can just play with the characters as they are. Mm -hmm. They don't have to fit this rugged structure. Because, again, you look back at the first phase, everything's real stiff and cut. And here's your storytelling and all that. And then when you get into the later ones, you're having a lot more fun. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Captain Marvel went out of its way to have too much fun and no one bought it. And you're like, eh, fuck off. Yeah. But because of that, I think James Gunn is a driving force in that. And you bring that over to characters that absolutely nobody knows or gives a shit about. Like Peacemaker. Like, like Peacemaker. They even tell you in the first episode, there's not a superhero named Peacemaker. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about it. Nobody. <laughs> the scene where he's in the classroom talking to the kids. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. I have to go rewatch this. Yeah. Don't want to watch a single minute of Book of Boba Fett. I'm going to rewatch this whole season just to catch some of the one-liners. Yeah. Because there's so many. And originally... Originally, it was only supposed to be one season. And
0: even James Gunn came out saying, I don't want to make a second season of this. Mm-hmm. But I think it became bigger than what they ever expected it to be. They expected it to be funny, good, one season. All right, mm-hmm. we're done. Let's go on to the next one. Uh, because he, he was talking about originally doing a, another season, or another original season with one of the other people from the Suicide Squad.
1: And he, he didn't mention who. Yeah. Uh, it was probably Fat Man Beyond, but I heard somebody talking, and their guess was Polka Dot Man. Yeah. Because he didn't want it to be funny. He wanted to be like, Darker and dramatic. It'd still have a tone. the Girl with the Rats. Yeah. Those are the only that really kind of made sense. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, he, he put on Instagram, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, because it came out Thursday. That the season finale was the highest viewed original release on HBO Max. Yes. Ever. That it had like tripled the numbers of the premiere and that literally as they released and came out more and more and more and more people were watching it as yes. it came. So what happened was the first three episodes came out and everyone's was like, dude, you have to watch this. Yeah. It looks stupid. Peacemaker, whatever. I don't know if you've gotten that or talked to anybody. Oh yeah. I get that constantly. I was like, listen, you got to watch Peacemaker. I saw a trailer. I don't need to watch it. It's stupid. I need you To put your jackass helmet down for like four seconds yeah, and just do yourself a favor, set your bar real low to entertainment and not life change. Like everything's not fucking end game. What are you expecting? Yeah. Everything can't be driving at this RPM at all time. Yeah. Downshift. Have a beer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That happened. More and more people watched it. Then you just... Uh, no, gives you credit to the show. The further you got into it, every single episode, you cared more about the characters. It mm-hmm. got a little bit funnier. There's a slightly bit more depth that happened with it. Every step got better and better yeah. and better.
0: You learned more about the villain, more about their, their planet, their culture, why they're mm-hmm. doing what they're doing. Um, and then you get the giant space cow that's being milked the entire episode. Um, and then the, the final battle scene, it was just When they so walk through and just good. are shooting. Yeah, when the and he's vigilante got... and hardcore are walking through just taking everybody out. He's
1: got the shield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was awesome. With all of that said, we have this coming in, Batman, yeah. coming in. March 4th? Two weeks. Yep. Yeah. Literally two Thursdays from now. Yeah. Which, three hours, sign me up. I have high hopes, but given the current DCEU, the current DC universe of things, because this one is connected to all the other ones, mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan's own thing, Jerry Schumacher and Tim Burton's own thing. It's the Cavill, Batfleck, Godot group. Would you say Peacemaker is the number one thing DC has put out to date? It's up there with Snyder Cut. Would you put it ahead of Snyder Cut?
0: I'll say this. I'll watch the entire second season of Peacemaker before I watch
1: Snyder Cut for the third time. Yeah, you've watched it twice too. Look, yeah. it's four hours. That's, yeah, commitment. <laughs> yeah,
0: put some time aside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I that's mean, ha- you can that's s- half a Saturday.
1: Yeah, you can split it into four sections and watch watch it episodically. And I kind of wish they would have. Yeah. I kind of wish like they would have done a Snyder Justice League Snyder cut series edition. Yeah. And just giving you the episodes. Everyone else is like, no, I just want to binge stuff. No. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. I just consume um, as much as possible. As far as just total enjoyability, Snyder
0: cut was good, but I enjoyed Peacemaker.
1: That's my point.
0: Yeah. Like, so, you, you, to answer your question, it's very... If it's not, it's just
1: barely a peg below. It other than be, just saying, yeah, it's dumb, but give me a... Cri- give me something else that's better. Give me a criticism of Peacemaker. Other than saying, yeah, it's dumb, but yeah, give me a criticism. Whereas I said, give me a criticism of Zack Snyder's Justice League. There's the, a few. We've did a very long podcast on breaking that thing down yeah and picking it apart and me piece literally piecing it apart on little thing after little thing you can't do that with peacemaker mostly mm. because again you set the stage down here this is where it's supposed to be it's not a four hour epic yeah it's here you don't have the justice league except you <laughs> get the last them so <laughs> <laughs> you get two of them at least the last minute of the last episode obviously godot wasn't going to show up and you don't know who superman's going to be yeah so you couldn't show him and you wasn't going to show her but you have flashpoint coming and you have aquaman 2 coming as well yeah. this year might as well throw them in there so and aquaman was referenced a lot he was constantly referenced so when they finally at the very end blow up the place kill the cow all that stuff everything's finally done they're wounded, injured, beat up, fucked up. Yeah. They go to leave and the four Justice League members show Flying. up. And the first thing is, you're fucking late, assholes. Let's <laughs> go fuck another fish. <laughs> I really hate that. Oh, uh, it was so great. And then you see the outlines of them. You don't actually yeah. see them.
0: Yeah, and, and at first time I'm like, there's no way.
1: Yeah. You just figure like, they're okay, standing. Yeah, they're gonna,
0: yeah. Um, Which two of them were, but then as they got closer and like walked past them, you saw like uh, Superman and Wonder Woman kind of get like closed out of frame. Uh And I'm like, holy shit, that's actually them.
1: And then you you actually see Ezra Miller in the uh, flash suit and you see Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Yes, standing there holding the trident and everything. You're like, man, you guys really, this, this, this is what we want DC to do. Yes. In fact, if you found a way. I don't know, it's hard, because you can't go that route. You can't go a Guardians of the Galaxy goofiness. You can't go a Peacemaker goofiness with Superman and Batman.
0: No. But I think what it was, was you got a Marvel director who's been there, done that, and was able to put like, that kind of Marvel comedic likeness and spin on it. Well, that's it, and so that's what it took. You you just answered my question of you why just, is this the best you DC just, thing? You were just Tom. You were just uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You drafted Tom Brady. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's what it takes to win. Okay,
1: all right. Let's well, give me that guy. Let's go get him.
0: Yeah, and let's go get him. Let's go get him. I mean, I, look at look at Star Wars. They've already gone off and got Kevin Feige and Taika Waititi because
1: mm-hmm. they know what what they're going to produce, what they're going to make. And they actually started listening to fans and gave Dave Filoni more and more reins. Mm-hmm. Knock him or not for Boba Fett. I mean, he was in charge of that. But the Mandalorian that he gave you is amazing. I will fucking go to my grave harping on Clone Wars and Rebels yeah. as cartoons. But that's where he got his footing of, we'll put you in charge of these. Well, those got better and better storytelling. And everyone's like, give this guy the reins of telling Star Wars stories. Yep. Don't give it to fucking J.J. J. Abrams. Don't yeah. give it to Kathleen Kennedy. They're just piecing shit together. Honestly, J.J. Abrams' goal for the sequel trilogy of Star Wars was to make 4, 5, and 6 again. They're the exact same movie. Yeah. Force Awakens and A New Hope are the exact same fucking movie. Yeah. That was his goal. Yeah. Fuck all that. Odd
0: goal to have, bud. Yeah. It's, a,
1: it's a lazy goal to have. Yeah. that's lazy writing is what that is. So, yeah, Peacemaker is perfect.
0: It's yep. perfect. It's, it's exactly
1: great. what you need to be. Again, it's not Avengers game.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not Zack Snyder's Justice League for the action and drama that
1: you uh, It's not for grand epic. It's Peacemaker. It's down here. It's silly. It's goofy. Here is your McAllen 18s. You're go like ahead. Perfectly and,
0: serviceable Elijah Craig. Yeah. That's your Knob Creek 9. Exactly. You know what you're going to get, you're going to enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah. And you're like,
1: You can kill a bottle with your friends Laughing and having a good time and it's fine This one you have to be pretentious and probably wearing Something that's too expensive
0: Yeah. So I I forgot that's what we're doing now we're ranking everything Based on whiskey (laughs) I forgot too I was just doing it (laughs) Out of sheer (laughs) So yeah Peacemaker Is the perfect pour of like an Elijah Craig Knob Creek 9
1: Boba Fett's the Buffalo Trace of Star Wars Things (laughs) is that what it was I think so yeah Uh, Which tells you I like Knob Creek 9 better than Buffalo Trace yeah oh i think i like heaven hill better than uh buffalo trace distillery. anyway Sazerac things yeah okay we're gonna move on to penelope before we quickly dive into the real thing and yeah. this one i'm gonna apologize in advance because i'm so excited about this movie that we could very easily rant for a while on this yeah. and really come off topic very very quickly so i'm actually gonna leave it to you okay to direct this and kind of reel me in because again i could go the fuck off so with how excited i am
0: i i have my notes for the most part in order of the way the trailer's broken down that's an interesting smell Ooh, it got really good at the end Um, So we're going to review this whiskey first. All right.
1: So Penelope American Light Whiskey, 128.4, 64.2%. Founders Reserve, corn, barley malt. Let's see what else we got going on here. Uh, Showcases rare and unique barrels. We were fortunate to find, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Seagram's Indiana in 2008. This is 13 years old. Aged in second fill oak barrels, so it also cannot be labeled as bourbon, bourbon because yep. it was a second fill. Um, however, oh, there's notes on this.
0: Uh, I didn't see any. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yep, there they are. Well, I've got the notes pulled up too. So, well, the notes on the back are notes we aim for, so good yep, call. That's um, why I got it, but yeah, 13 years old for it to be bourbon, it has to be. Is that on there all the way? Yeah. Okay. It has to be first fill. You know, Irish and Scotch constantly do second fill stuff. Yeah. Now, there's two things to that. There is some great Irish and Scotch stuff that is in second fill. Mm -hmm. Glenn Fiddick 14, for instance, uh, Jameson Black Barrel. Ironically enough, those are both bourbon casts that they're finishing in.
0: Yeah.
1: But bourbon, American bourbon, has to be first fill. I feel like you could do more and more with second fills, and people do. Iron Root does a lot. Yeah, they do it, a ton.
0: It is odd that it's not a bigger thing because one, like we've got to be running out of oak <laughs> with how big bourbon's gotten. Like you know, barrel making is like an all time high right now.
1: Uh, it might have been Bourbon's Pursuit. It might have been something else. Uh, someone was actually saying, "Oh no, it was Whiskey Tribe." There's a video I was watching just the other day. They're like, hey. We're going to do a video on this soon. Everyone's running out of whiskey. Yeah. Everyone. Every distiller, every craft, high, it, all of them. They're running out of whiskey. Like supplies are getting low and they're getting low fast. Yeah.
0: Especially the ones that their standard is like a four year standard. It's like, it's got to sit for four years
1: or you gotta start making like a, a small batch, just younger aged. Even the big ones like MGP. The demand is so high because whiskey and bourbon and all that is so popular right now. Yeah.
0: Everyone's out.
1: <laughs> They're running out. It's like What a problem to have, though. Not really, because shit's already expensive. A yeah. normal bottle. I had this conversation the other day. I was talking to a friend at work. And they were asking, you know, we were talking about old fashions. Mm-hmm. The barrel-aged old fashion, all that. They're like, well, what do you make your old fashion with? Like, what's a normal whiskey? Because you have, I assume you have nothing but pretentious stuff. Yeah. I was like, well, we got have a lot of pretentious stuff yeah. for sure. But the one I use is like a $50 bottle. It's like a $50 bottle of whiskey. I was like, that's normal range. Yeah. Cheap is Knob Creek 9 at 35 Yeah. 40 Elijah Craig, 35 40 Buffalo Trace, 35 40 That's your low-end bottles. I mean, you can get your Jim Beam. Or your Evan Williams black label. Yeah. I've never bought, um, I'm trying to think of the name right now,
0: um, Red Wax. Makers? Makers. Yeah. So, I've never actually bought Makers. I've been gifted a lot of Makers. Um, and I've got some of their like, specialty stuff that's been really good. Um, but I went, and I was, because Piper's been putting that in old fashions lately, because she really likes it. It's cherry, very heavily cherry mm-hmm. uh, flavored. Um, so, I went to buy that. $22 not
1: bad it's so and makers is a it's great and that's cocktails good, serviceable. Make, yeah Yeah, and to drink it you know neat or with some ice it yeah. stands up to all that yeah that was their big thing is the best bourbon you can buy yeah that's why it took makers a really long time to do anything else because look if we've been like, if marketing we perfect how do why you why do we change it if you're perfect what is this yeah. is this crap yeah, why well, do you
0: make something that's second tier?
1: And then you have Maker's 46, which is just Maker's Mark, I don't know, <laughs> sloshed in with other Maker's <laughs> Mark. I don't... Here's some
0: allspice. Yeah. And
1: you're done. Um, anyways, so,
0: what are you getting on the nose for this Pinot Very, I get it, it's light whiskey, but the nose is, again, also very light. Yeah. Uh, so it does finish with light and sweet. However, there's, there's one... Thing that you smell that once I pointed out, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, there it is."
1: It's kind of a almost tea note.
0: Hmm, close. So the the main note that they give out, I don't get at all. It says kettle corn.
1: No, it, it doesn't smell corn heavy to me.
0: The other two notes that I get a lot:
1: cake batter, honey crisp apples. I get the apples. I don't actually get. I cake get cake batter. I get it a lot. I don't necessarily get that. I get the apples, and again, I get like a. Uh, herbal tea note. Yeah, more bro. A- Not so much like it would be on a rye. Yeah, but like a like a black tea in here. Hmm. Ooh. Oh fuck. That's good. That is creamy. Unfortunately, I saw it, so I immediately psychosomatically get the vanilla and creme brulee. Yep. Right out of the gate.
0: It's also got. Sweet and creamy, dessert flavors, creme brulee, candy apple, kettle corn. The finish. Ooh, damn it. Cinnamon spice, clove, confection sugar, vanilla custard, long. And I do get all of that. I Uh, Not so much the clove, but everything else. The vanilla
1: custard, I definitely get it. Yeah,
0: yeah, like that creamy vanilla.
1: Especially when you eat anything with custard. Mm -hmm. Custard has an aftertaste. Yeah, It's not a bad one. It's not overly sweet, but it's also not bitter but it has like a sugar residue aftertaste. This has that Mm in spades. Now, this is 128, 64%. This, I think, would open up into something pretty fierce with a cube. Not a lot. I think it would, because it's very oily. That's thick oil, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, there's a lot and I think that's going to open up and do something a little lighter, but a lot creamier and a lot more dessert-esque. I think it'd be a lot creamier. Like the, because the J Maddingly light whiskey that I had was really high proof. Mm-hmm. Threw that one thing in it. Again, small cube, nothing crazy. Break one in half if you have to. But get a little cold, open that up. This thing is going to taste like a creme brulee fresh dessert yeah custard creamy sweetness yeah that's like that's pretty fucking good i yeah this that was a really good call i always avoided grabbing this the bottle is beautiful yeah i love the uh etched flowers they put on and everything yeah and i always avoid it. i'm like fucking light whiskey whatever Blah. yeah never actually grabbing it looking at it yeah wish i had because
0: that was what it was i was very iffy on it too because one light whiskey too I've got two of the Penelope's. One is phenomenal. Like one of my top, probably top 10, but the toasted. Yep. And then I've also got the Penelope. That's the barrel strength. Which is also um, good. It's very servable. Yeah. Um, but I was like, eh, because there was another one that they had too. It was like a private select. Um. So I wasn't fully sold on it. And it was, I paid $90 for it. Um. And then I looked up the the, the reviews and the nose and the palate. And I'm like, ooh, those sound good. You check all of our boxes. Yeah. So... This is, this is good. really good. Okay. good. But Again. I feel like it's going to be sneaky too because it is 130
1: proof. Yeah, be careful with that one. Gotta so, yeah, be careful with that one. Okay, I I actually don't have notes. I took a couple pictures of my Marvel encyclopedia mm-hmm. for breakdowns on Illuminati. Okay. That is very clearly referenced.
0: Yes. I'm going to turn this on. Sorry, Captain America said get a little more lighting in here for the uh,
1: sun setting behind me. Oh, yeah. Good call. Yeah. Also, I took a picture of this. Shiner has candied pecan beer. Hard pass. Shiner needs to calm the fuck down.
0: Shiner's coming up with some weird Can shit. Can we
1: talk about Shiner needing to calm the fuck down? They're the Taco Bell of beers. <laughs> All right? Like, let's put it out there. Yeah. look. You know what? Let's fucking put cheese on a tortilla and wrap it around the beer bottle. <laughs> Shiner Gordita Crunch.
0: Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, for the Super Bowl, I looked for the Baja Blast Mountain Dew. I couldn't find it. I don't know if it's out yet. Okay. I say, in looking for it, though, there are 10 million different hard ciders out there right now.
1: I forgot the actual classification of what cider... Or hard seltzer. Seltzer, sorry. yeah. Yeah. What those in can... There's a name for that classification. Because whiskey has jumped up like two or four hundred percent in sales over the last five to seven years mm-hmm. seltzers have gone up like two thousand percent
0: well because there were nothing you had like mike's hard lemonade correct four locos
1: yeah and i mean those it's something mixed in a can yeah the seltzers the beers the, well all now those. it's seen as
0: healthy because they're like 80 calories and like two grams of sugar and we're just not gonna tell you what else is in it
1: you know what's healthier than that? Straight whiskey.
0: Yeah. It's just corn.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, had, there's no sugar in it. And the alcohol. Yeah, the alcohol. Sugar. It turns into sugar in your bloodstream, but there's no calories. Like, there's sugar. 100 calories. Yep. It tastes way better. Anyway, I don't need to sell anybody on this. Yeah. So, again, you're going to lead this charge I'm going to try and keep my shit together. Okay. Because I'm so fucking amped for this.
0: I'm going to do my best to go from beginning
1: to end of the trailer. And this okay. is the new
0: trailer that just came out for the Super Bowl.
1: Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, coming out May... 24th? 27th? End of May. Sometime in May. Um, huh. May Common fit. theme. Um, oh, yeah. Good movies come out in May. Well, that always kicks off the uh, summer blockbusters. Yeah. X-Men. Every X-Men always came out <laughs> in, May. in May. Yeah, Always did. That
0: makes sense. Um, So the trailer, I've watched the trailer twice today, just in preparation for this. Um, It came out five days ago. It's at 38 million views in five days. I'm a third of those.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it
0: six or seven times now.
1: Those are rookie numbers. (laughs) Gotta pump those numbers up. up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You gotta get those numbers up, man. Yeah. I've watched, I literally just... Between watching it itself and watching yeah. it in breakdown videos, yeah, and I sent you one. That's a guy I really like. Everything always does great work on Easter eggs and dives real deep. Yeah, it rolled from him into another guy. That, <laughs> that guy, guy into another guy. <laughs> the guy after him, I don't know what his name was. I'd never watched him before. Yeah, but he had like forty three things of what it could mean, and he just second by second, homeboy went deep real fucking i was like okay this is too much i yeah you're bumming me out
0: and the 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 crazy thing is and i realized this while watching the trailer the second time because we watched it the first time we just watched it all the way through Mm -hmm. and we're like okay pick out this pick out this pick out this the second time we watched it we just paused at each individual cutscene, like what are we missing what's what's being pointed out that we can't see right um and so that's what i tried to do and i was putting together my notes was just find my own Easter eggs mm-hmm. and then watch a breakdown video. Yeah. Um, the thing that I realized while watching all these was Marvel is very good at being deceptive in their trailers. Extremely. So all everything that we're picking apart now, we're Mephistoing. Oh, we Mephisto is going to be, be up with in the Illuminati because you could even tell like through different cutscenes. Um, when Doctor Strange talks to one, I'm already, ta- I'm already jumping to the middle. Yeah. Um, when he talks to one, she's like, "Do you know anything about the multiverse?" Yeah. And then she says, "You know, Vision has his ideas about it." You could tell, like, that's not the conversation they're having. That's one line that he says, one line that she says, fixed and edited together for the trailer. That's not going to be the same way in the movie.
1: And oh, but. Yeah. Keep
0: going. Okay, so we're <laughs> going to start off uh, the beginning of the trailer. Uh, it opens with Dr. Strange looking at the Sanctum Santorum, mm-hmm. which is just a lot bigger. Or maybe it just looks bigger because it's not surrounded by other New York buildings. Uh,
1: no, it was a full floor. Full taller. floor. Taller. Yeah.
0: he opens the door, and we have the full... All you have, really, is the uh, staircase, which is the same staircase that is in the Sanctum Santorum. Mm-hmm. Um, it just goes off forever. Um, and we have... The opening dialogue says, every night I dream the same dream. Um, some shit happens. And then it says, I wake up and the nightmare begins. So, um, I think this movie is going to play a lot on like time. Whether you're coherent, incoherent, asleep, awake. The whole movie is going to be based on time. Because, again, he doesn't have the time zone anymore. They they, There's two different scenes where they look at his broken watch yeah um and then one scene again talked about time because it shows him putting the watch on and his hands are all fucked up mm-hmm. and so i think the time is going to be like the plot of the movie or like the the thing that marvel has been doing in their tv shows like something it's
1: everything's based on something mm-hmm. uh, i think this movie's gonna be very based on time okay so i'm gonna try not to tangent right out of the gate okay. going to. you said you saw him put on the watch and mm-hmm. his hands were all fucked up. Yeah. Did you notice when he woke up from his nightmare and was rubbing his face, his hands weren't fucked his up? His hands are fucked up. So, is that is that part part of the dream? Mm-hmm. Is it a dream within a dream? Or, or is it a variant? Inceptioning it? Or we clearly see that we're getting at least three different variants. Yeah. So, things to look at. I Keep think going.
0: I getting four or five different variants. Um, anyways, so then we have Doctor Strange saying. I did what I had to do, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's got he's got these little orbs floating around him, and he shoves them all back in a book. So the orbs, to me, one they're red. So that to me means chaos magic, chaos magic. Yeah, because the same thing as Wanda's powers, especially when she's in one division, which throws anything, it's all red. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was always known as chaos magic. Uh, I think the book he shoves everything back into is her. Devil book, the book she was using at yes. the end, which scene? it has a name. And I did not write down the name, even though I heard it about a million times. Same. And um, I also think, and I think I had this same theory a year ago, back in One Division. You did that. The book that they're reading out of is the book that's missing from the Sanctum, or not the Sanctum Sanctorum. It's missing from uh, their their training grounds, where he was reading all the books, yes, stealing all the books. And there was like the. The underground books say, like, you're not allowed to read these, and there was a book missing. I was like, ah, I think that's the book that's in WandaVision.
1: Well, hold on. I thought that book that was missing was the one that Mads Mickelson took. The one that led him to, Dorm- to Dormammu. I mean, maybe.
0: It was, I guess, never really confirmed, so it could have been that book, but I think it also could be this other book, because this other book, one, it's about magic, mm-hmm. which is what theirs are, Yeah, um, and it's
1: the books you're not allowed to read. And and there's s- one missing. Yeah, and you see, depending on which trailer you've watched, and I assume all of them. Yeah. You see that this place has some sort of impending attack as you know the clouds roll in and you see all the different yeah. uh
0: Kamar Taj, essentially, is a place yeah, um, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. just under attack the entire film. You see You see an attack of like bombs essentially dropping from the sky or fireballs. You see another attack with it's like a giant black cloud rolling in. Yeah. When you get to see, uh, what is it, the, um, the what's the guy, the half-man, half-beast?
1: Yeah, half-man, half-bowl. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so, apparently, he's a character.
1: He is. Um, he's in the comics. I literally just watched a thing on it yesterday that said his name and talked about him. Yeah. And I, I can't remember, Save my life. There's so much going on in the trailer that... Yeah. It, that, like, he's literally just in there for fan service with the deep cuts, because I guarantee he doesn't have a main role.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. No. There'd be a minotaur running around. Exactly. Um, okay, so then uh, the next scene, we see America Chavez. Um, you see the back of her, but you can tell it's her, because you got a giant star on her back. Yep. And um, you see the giant star portal, which essentially is her powers. Um, I looked up a little bit more about her, because as I've been reading comic books lately, I've not read a lot of America Chavez. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's so. actually a fairly new one, and... Martha was really excited because she's like one of the only Hispanic yeah. base characters. She's also like bi or a lesbian, and then there's another, yeah, you know, more progressive character trait, yeah, to put it really nicely. Um, and even she was like, Look, the from the stories I read, the character was really just checkboxy and kind of threw it in your face, and she also kind of whined a lot, and it was really annoying. So that was her take on the character from just the stuff that she read trying to get into it. Yeah. I've read other things where people are bigger fans of America Chavez. I think this movie could make or break that character as a whole. And traditionally, Marvel is very successful in such things.
0: Yeah. Um, so then we we see her and she's in her own little uh, portal um, that eventually you see kind of her portals throughout the entire trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, We go from there into, you see, and I might be jumping out of timeline, you see Sinister Strange. I think he actually comes in later. Um, We'll we'll talk about Sinister Strange. That's one of the variants that we see. One of the variants.
1: So you have our Doctor Strange, quote unquote, normal Doctor Strange. You have Sinister or Supreme or whatever he's called, Doctor Strange, evil one that we get from, I'm just going to call him What If Doctor Strange. Yeah. For... All intents and purposes. And then you also have Defenders, Dr. Strange. You see him. He's actually the one with America Chavez Mm -hmm. when she's tied up. And she has all those portals behind her. He's the one. He's got long hair, pulled up ponytail, real long white streaks. And he's got like uh, this weird A or symbol on his chest. The emblem on that one, he's got darker clothes and a lot more red. Whereas Mm -hmm. traditionally, Dr. Strange has all blue. Yeah. So there's offset there and they kind of doubled down on the blue. I think it'll be an offset to Wanda. Okay. Who is going to She has a a more uh, uh her costume has changed a little bit. Yeah. But everything around her is going to be real dark maroons, dark purples, dark reds. Yeah. So, interesting. Um so then we go off
0: into um Doctor Strange is captured being punished for his crimes whatever the time price crimes are against the timeline um so he's being he's handcuffed and he's led into be judged by what we're led to believe is the illuminati so oh my god yeah
1: you get patrick stewart's voice yes and you see the outline of this tiny old bald british head Yep. so that one's confirmed Yes. That Unless one... they're
0: just completely throwing us for a loop. Not even in the movie.
1: So, the Illuminati group, because in the breakdown one I sent you, he had guesses of, this one looks like it's a Black Panther thing, and this mm-hmm. one looks like it's Mordo, and this one looks like it's... I don't think it's a Black Panther thing. Mostly because the original group, they tried to bring Black Panther in, and he refused. Okay. So, the original group consisted of... <clears throat> Black Bolt from Inhumans. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doctor Strange. Yep. Iron Man was the, uh, kind of the driving force of it. Okay. Uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yep. Namor. Yep. Who we believe is going to be in the next uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Professor X. So that is, this, the team was created, first appearance was in New Avengers number 7, July
0: 2005. Gotcha.
1: And basically, it was a whole bunch of really really powerful individuals that wanted to get together and make decisions for the rest of the world. And traditionally, that always ends really well. Yeah, yeah. They always have the best interest of everybody else at heart and never get in their own way.
0: So who do you think... Because I've seen a lot of fan theories, too. Mm -hmm. Who do you think are going to be... Because there's six chairs. There's six chairs. Three and three. Mm -hmm. Obviously...
1: Dr. Strange isn't one of them, unless a different variant of him is. I would say it could be one of the variants. Yeah. We have. Could be Defender, Dr. Strange. Yeah. That'd be a way to pull him in, and all the craziness you saw at the beginning of the trailer actually happens in the third act of the movie. Yeah. Which makes sense. So, um,
0: obviously, I think Professor Xavier is going to be one of them because Patrick Stewart's there. You saw him. There have been a lot of fan theories about Reed Richards because there's a guy that looks like he's got like a white uh circle patch on his chest yeah I mean, um that's that is a push yeah because we we paused the scene today on the big screen and we got it right up on it and it's like his entire chest is white yeah you can't tell. so it's like yeah it's a reach um i'm like, not heard, saying it isn't it yeah. definitely could be but it's a push. Yeah. um i've heard fan theories of one of them being kang and another one being loki
1: I don't think the Loki one, but I do think the Kane pull yeah. works.
0: I think it does too, but I think it's a different Kang. Yeah, it's still Jonathan it Majors, maybe. but yeah. it's going to be a Playing different, a different thing. variant.
1: Yeah. Or Kang was one of them and left and made his little loop that Loki went and fucked up. Yeah. And again, you can do anything with one line dialogue. Yeah. We had another, but he broke off. Yeah. Uh, you could introduce Namor in this capacity. I don't know that you do. Yeah. It could be a weird, unless the Illuminati really plays a major
0: role in this movie, it'd be weird to throw him in there and then kind of just back off the Illuminati and then
1: have him be his uh, own thing in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say you couldn't. I mean, they did in the comic books. Yeah. But I just, I don't see you introducing Namor that way. Yeah. So just. Unless he plays a larger role in the film somehow. Yeah. I mean, because it seems so just matter of fact of, oh, he's here. You'll see him later. Yeah. He'll see him in like a year when his movie comes out. Because for a character like that, it's not. I mean, you yeah. Cut, it's not a brush off character. Yeah, you cut yourself short on an introduction of holy shit, that's Namor. Yeah. No, it's and Namor's sitting there, and you already uh, you know pulled the curtain back on Patrick Stewart coming in. Mm-hmm. So now you know. Now you've brought in the ninety different X Men films yeah, into the MCU. So now. The original MCU movie is 2000 X-Men. X-Men.
0: Now, let me ask you this. Say, say the Illuminati is real. That's what it is. And Reed Richards is one of the characters. Do you want the 2006... 7? 2006 Reed Richards?
1: I liked him as Reed Richards. I did,
0: too. Or do you want John Krasinski Reed Richards? John Krasinski. Because do you feel like if they introduce... Like so, so the reason why I'm asking this is I feel like if they have Professor Xavier and they're as Patrick Stewart, right? Then that's kind of like their way of saying, "Hey, look, he he is here. It's all canon." But in the X Men movies that are about to come out, it's not going to be him. So if we have Reed Richards be John Krasinski, would that be like his Tom Cruise moment? Like, hey, look, I did get to play him. But then when Fantastic Four actually comes out, we're going to have this guy.
1: If you're going it that way, it needs to be the original guy. Yeah. If you're going about it. The other way, introducing a
0: new character, yes, then yeah. So that's kind of like how do they go about it?
1: And that would be a great damn it, that would be a really, really good post credit scene of the Illuminati discussing something and saying we need to talk to somebody else. And camera pans, and there's John Krasinski in Fantastic Four Garb, yeah, looking to answer a question, yeah, and then you're just like.
0: I think the the end credit scene to this movie needs to be phenomenal. Like you can't just have like him reading the book and then it fades to black.
1: Yeah. You have to have something epic. So now do we get to the main one that everyone is literally shitting their pants over? Yes. Superior Iron Man. Played by Mr. Cruz. That is the giant theory. Would you be upset by that? No.
0: Because I don't want RDJ because I think if you bring no, him yeah. in, it makes his death, you know, it makes it, you know, knocks it knocks down a couple tears.
1: Yeah. Don't give me Chris Evans and RDJ and anything. Yeah. No. And if you
0: give me Chris Evans, make him the Human Torch. I think there's going to be the the Marvel comedic bit because you can tell this movie's is going to be very dark. Much darker than any other movie they've made.
1: Will they build it as their first kind of venture into a, like a horror, horror type. theme? Yeah.
0: I think they're still going to have their scene of their funny scene and it's going to be like them kind of like jumping in and out of timelines and that's when you might see like chris evans like standing there and you're like holy fuck captain america's back he's like flame on it flies off and yeah. you're like that was fucking great so you're gonna have your little comedic bits like that i hope to where like he might like fly past like all these people mm-hmm. and like flame goes everywhere and you're like "Well, that was fucking rude and then like pans over deadpool or something like that yeah so like you'll have like your little bits like that but then they're like, woo, like, right to like another timeline, and they just continue on. Is, there
1: is a rumor that they use this to introduce Deadpool in some capacity. Yeah. I don't buy it at all. He's already
0: said, I'm not in the film, but that Andrew Garfield nothing. said the
1: same thing. Yeah. um,
0: Yeah. So, we're going to move on to Dr. Christine Palmer, who's in the movie. Yep. Uh, every time they show her, it's like a wedding venue type thing. They show
1: her twice, actually. Two oh. different sections.
0: Yeah. Well, they show her at a wedding venue, and then they show her where, like... Um America Chavez is not like, a holding cell type thing.
1: And she's in, like, a doctor's garb yeah. outside of it. Yeah. But that looks like it's at the Illuminati, Illuminati temple like, base, yes. whatever it is. Because you also have the uh, Ultron bots mm-hmm. that carry Strange up. You see Mort- what you assume is Mordo yes. arresting Strange and mm-hmm. taking him to this place, which would explain, you know, everyone guessed it's Mordo walking to the chair.
0: Yeah.
1: That would kind of make sense. Yeah. You, you, like... You could justify and and roll with that one pretty easily. Because I don't see them sticking to the standard traditional list. You're not going to bring in Black Bolt from the Inhumans. Yeah. Especially because the Inhumans failed as a TV show yeah. horrendously. I never watched a single episode. I nah, neither. Um, but you, you go there, you see different statues. There's a lot of talk of... The connection to those statues and kind of how that place was laid out versus King's Palace castle thing and the statues there, one of which was broken, how that was laid out and the symbolism of those, what that could mean. So you you do get to see Christine Mm -hmm. in a couple different spots. Is it the same Christine? Is it two different Christine's?
0: Yeah. I think that's me. Like, and I'm hoping that's not what makes the movie confusing. Like, wait, which one is this? Yeah. Um, because McAvoy it looks or like Stewart? There's... These yeah. timelines are
1: confusing. <laughs>
0: um, we've already got. We already discussed the Kamar Todd is under attack. Um, Mordo is back. Um, I couldn't tell if it was the same one or same one a variant. Because at the end of Doctor Strange, do you remember? Like he was like sucking powers out of people and like evil.
1: Well, he sucked the powers out of the uh, basketball dude. Yeah. he said no more sorcerers yeah because that's where he's he's like the problem is you guys have this power and you do what with it you abuse it you take advantage of it you literally you're disgracing what's given to you you're using it so you can play basketball again fuck you yeah this dude goes off and does whatever he wants manipulates time is completely reckless
0: yeah that's the
1: problem no more sorcerers yeah and he takes power from him. The dude's, like, whole body goes down. And he just sitting there shaking and shit. Yeah. So, and in the comics, Mordo actually becomes a main villain for Doctor Strange. Because he was always really just jealous of him. Yeah. He wanted to be Sorcerer Supreme. In this current situation, it went to Wong. Yeah. Wong is actually... Well, because Doctor Strange disappeared. Yeah. So, Wong got the title of Sorcerer Supreme. So,
0: do we see... Uh, Doctor Strange Supreme in this trailer?
1: Because I guess we don't really know what it looks like. So, does that mean Wong dies? No. Uh, Doctor Strange Supreme I always think of, what if Doctor Strange? Okay. So, and you see him, he, that's when he, like, whisper growls things are getting out of hand, and you see one thing where he, like, shoots tentacles out of his hand, like, in one of the trailers, like in What If, so you know that's a thing. Yeah. Um, so we
0: see them continue to to move through timelines. Um, you see them go into a... Uh, we merge into Jurassic Park. Um, yeah. There's dinosaurs there's falling dinosaurs around everywhere. dinosaurs as they're rolling through. Um, and apparently that is in the comics. It's a section of Antarctica where there are still dinosaurs. And it, I just saw a bunch of pictures of Spider-Man riding stegosaurus. Um, <laughs> but apparently it's a thing in the comics. Okay. That there's just dinosaurs. Um, But it looks like they're going to fall into that and then fall right out out of it. Yeah, they're just
1: kind of see it rolling through star
0: tunnels. Yeah, Um, so we see uh, Sinister Strange, which is the the gray version of Doctor Strange, uh, when he says things just got a little out of hand. Mm -hmm. Um, um, we go to then the next scene. We see um, America Chavez fighting with somebody. I have two theories on who she's fighting. You see like a glowing person with blue hands, like glowing blue hands. That's fighting. So we freeze framed it and scrolled through the fl- the frames because so you see them kind of blast through a wall and they kind of meet at each other. Um, apparently, America Chavez like invincible. No, that was Wanda.
1: Was it? The- she's
0: got glowing. Her hands are glowing. No, glow. no, no.
1: She's fighting Wanda, M- not America Chavez. It's the glowing thing that everyone thinks is either superior Iron Man or one of the Marvels. With yeah. the blue hands and the yeah. power blasters. They're fighting Wanda. Really? They're fighting Wanda. Because you see Wanda blocks it with a giant red blast. And that's where they meet in the middle. And... Gotcha. You see... Uh, what was the other thing? There's a different part on a different trailer. Honestly, someone, I'm sure they have, needs to piece all these trailers together in one big one. Yeah. Because there's parts over here that aren't in this. You see Wanda standing there in front of a like building, mm-hmm. and then but that's after the fact. When they're fighting, they're in that building structure. Yeah, and I don't know where you are in your notes, but to jump into more Wanda because she's in there, you don't know if that's Superior or Iron Man. People mm-hmm. are guessing because of yeah. the blue. People are guessing it's probably a Miss Marvel. Or possibly Monica Rambeau. Rambeau. I don't think it's Captain Marvel. No. Um, But that scene where the blue thing of energy is blasting through stuff and then goes to attack Mm -hmm. a character. The character she's attacking is Wanda. Plus, so most of these trailers started out with Doctor Strange and a jacket and a scarf going to talk to Wanda hmm the first trailer that's how it started in an orchard somewhere yeah yeah and she's la- she's like look i made mistakes people got hurt he's like i'm not here to talk about westview yeah cut to just above or just past where you're currently on your notes where she's like you break the rules and you're a hero yeah i break the rules and i'm a villain
0: it doesn't seem fair it
1: doesn't seem fair and how she just how she says i'm like Wanda's the bad guy.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Like, this whole thing... This is, is the, her turn. This is Illuminati setting up for... And you're not going to get the lines. I'm already getting fucking goosebumps. Because you're not going to get Wanda anymore. You're going to have Scarlet Witch. And you're not going to get the line, no more mutants. Because you don't have mutants yet. Mm-hmm. But you could get the line... We get mutants. Or we need mutants. Or no more Avengers. Yeah. And... Your Illuminati is bringing them in of, look, you did this, but it's opening a path. And when she says that, you see her in full Scarlet Witch garb and everything behind her is in fucking chaos and turmoil and red and on fire and all this shit. Doctor Strange is wearing the exact same jacket and scarf as he was when they first started talking and everything was just a beautiful orchard.
0: So okay, so we're we're gonna break down that a little bit. Okay, so say 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 that is what happens. I agree, that's what happens. I think Wanda is gonna become Scarlet Witch. Um, she's gonna become as powerful as she can be. She's gonna become essentially the Avenger Phoenix. Um, and and, and, I, and I do like that line, the No More Avengers, because it makes sense. Does that mean she's now hunting the Avengers down?
1: She could hold a whole bunch of resentment for losing her is brother because of Tony Stark, yeah. or her parents because of Tony Stark her brother because of Ultron, which is because of Tony star. She lost vision because of Thanos and the,
0: because of the Avengers, because of the
1: Avengers and everything that happened. Yeah. And
0: she lost her kids.
1: She lost her kids trying to do the right thing. And she's dealing with all this. But again, at the end of WandaVision, you see her and okay. So let me get my thoughts together. You see her at the end of WandaVision. Yeah. Doing her Doctor Strange thing, where she's out drinking coffee, but the real Mm her is inside. Going through that book, and you hear kids calling out for her. Yeah. Now, the thought is, she's starting to understand the multiverse. And we'll find out probably at the end of the second act, beginning of the third act, that she's actually very in tune with the multiverse. Because the kids yelling that she hears is from a different universe, and she's trying to get to them. Yes. And when she figures out that Doctor Strange breaks it via No Way Home... That's where all that happens of, you don't know what you did. Yeah. Not him or who walked through, but somebody wanting to use that to get somewhere else. Someone very, very, very powerful. Mm -hmm. And the Illuminati coming in saying, because again, going over the whole House of M concept. They come in third party and like, you don't know what we're dealing with. You're here. It's time we tell them the truth. Wanda is evil. Yeah. Wanda is pure evil. And she becomes the big bag of the whole thing, way more powerful than your last one in a fucking purple grimace. Yeah. Like, and how and, and, and awesome would that
0: be? You have so much more care because it's a character you just loved for seven films in a movie.
1: And now she's trying to destroy everything. Yeah.
0: Because everything was literally taken from her. I like it. I like where we're going. Oh, God. I hope um, so. So speaking of Wanda, we're going to move on a little bit further in the trailer. There's the Wanda Wanda meetup. Um, uh uh-huh. where you have the Scarlet Witch Wanda meeting up uh Sweatpant Wanda and uh They're in the Westview House. They're in the Westview house. Um we paused the trailer and Piper caught something I didn't see, which was very obvious, like it's staring you right in the face. Um so one, it looks like uh Sweatpant Wanda is consoling Scarlet Witch Wanda. Or just acknowledging she's there. Yeah. Touching her face. Um so we paused it. There are two blue scooters leaning up against the wall in the background. Oh man. So, is she going there to get her kids? Because that Wanda might already have kids. Or it's a memory.
1: It's could kind be. of, it could be just like kind of a safe place memory of be. when I was in Westview and I had these things. Yes. Yeah. And it could be one memory interacting with num- another memory where she officially cracks. Yeah. Like you can make it where Wanda goes crazy and mm-hmm. officially. It kind of
0: sounds like that's where she's going.
1: Splits, and especially because. The trailer ends with her face all bloody, and it scrolls into her, just like, yeah, crazy eyes. Yeah, like the eye when you talk shit to your wife and say the one thing you know you shouldn't, and she's like her eyes just go dead. Yeah, while she stares at you. And it, Wanda has those eyes. So in that scene, uh,
0: where she's bleeding from the face and everything like that, um, when it zooms in up on her eyes, we paused it there as well to try and see the reflection. To see the reflection, I tried too. So earlier in the. Um, in the trailer, you see uh, America Chavez, and she's in the the scene with America Chavez and um, the doctor nurse, uh, Christine Palmer.
1: Christine,
0: yeah. Um, so you see Christine Palmer's, like, outside the cages for the holding cells. Mm-hmm. America Chavez is one the other ones empty. If you, when you zoom in, you see, like, two holding cells, and one of them has like one the person. Like white squares? Yeah, they're, like, white squares, like, glass walls, and one of them has someone in it, one of them doesn't. And so we were thinking about it, like... She's looking at Christine Palmer, either trying to get to America Chavez because America Chavez can jump through timelines. Yeah, and she what better way to portals. get your kids? Um, and it's like Christine Palmer's like the last line of defense. Oh, well, not only no that, powers. because
1: when you see what happens, the way you see her, you see her stand up in like a panic. Yeah, and look towards where the camera's coming from. Yeah, and then the other side is bloody faced Wanda. Yeah, which sweet mother of shit
0: yes it'd be so awesome
1: i think i think we're on the right track because this has been we're not breaking new ground this isn't our own yeah. thing this isn't
0: this is information we've pulled together yeah this
1: isn't me with loki of going this is probably what they're gonna do this would make perfect sense let's watch him do it this is stuff that people hey wanda could be the bad guy like yeah. the level of her power is something no one's ever comfortable with in the comics yeah you can make that matter huge in this. Yeah. Through this movie very, very easily. And what's the what's the giant monster's name? Gargantuo or
0: It is
1: Gargantu. Suma Gorath. And, uh, Gor... The giant
0: one eyed monster with the, yeah. the tentacles.
1: And Gorath yeah. is one as well. Yeah. So you have those. And she could be bringing those in from dark Mm -hmm. places. As you can see, she can do a lot of the same things that Dr. Strange can. Yeah. So she could be bringing those in to attack and get to Chavez. Yeah. Which is why you see her tied up with a big scary monster in front of her, which is why you see her running through the streets at the beginning. Mm -hmm. With the
0: Dr. Strange is the one that kind of saves her.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Of hey you did something because they're trying to hide the fact yeah because they're like you don't know what walked in or out i think the conversation is somebody's going to be looking for something and there's a girl who has a, the ability to do this yeah S- something or the illuminati scene happens in the first fucking act and then everything just shits its pants after the fact and it's the illuminati that tells you here's this girl Here's the truth. Wanda's about to go fucking crazy. Get to America Travis first. You can stop Wanda at all costs. Yeah. Call it. That's, that's my that's my bit on the movie. So the 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 things that I'm still trying to figure out where they fit in
0: is, so maybe you have Defender Strange come in, and then you have Sinister Strange. He's like, y'all are fucking up. Yeah, <laughs> She's kicking y'all's ass. Yeah. Like, y'all need me. Because he's like the ultimate. He is the, he's the what if yeah. Strange. He's like, I'll do it, but it's gonna it's gonna bring some shit. And I think him coming in to help them. Did you see when it showed like the the New York type area mm-hmm. and there was black goo like taking over all the buildings, just like it did in What If, where it it's was like everything disintegrating. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's him coming in to help them, but in doing so, it just fucked things up even more because his help comes from all this other evil that it's like it's hurting them as much as it's all helping them. These other powers in the universe, and then somewhere along the way, we get Zombie Strange. And yeah. that ties in somehow. And he does the whole, like, multi-arm thing mm-hmm. like he does in Vindy War. You're like, and that's just going to tie in somewhere.
1: It could just be them pulling whatever they can. Or... Because you do see it. You do see it when he's up on,
0: like, a mountain range and there's snow falling everywhere. And he's and fighting a, the Dementors from yeah, Harry Potter. And there's a quick there's a quick cutscene. Like, it happens quick when you see Wong, like, holding off of a cliff, like, he's ready to fall. Mm-hmm. And it looks like that's around the same area. And then you have, ooh. So maybe Wong does die. What
1: if don't kill Wong? I love Wong. Or maybe he just opens a portal and falls into the Good portal. old Benedict Wong. Man. Um, what if Zombie Strange wasn't brought in on their side? They can't brought in by Wanda. Wanda. What if? You have Sinister Strange and Defender Strange. They're protecting America Chavez and regular Strange trying to put everything together and he's just Yeah. Because there's always it's a, a film statement. There's always a straight guy. Yep. Where if it's a sitcom, everyone else is really, really fucking goofy and he is the straight guy. He He's the normal one. Like in Shit's Creek, it's Eugene Levy. Yeah. Eugene Levy's the straight one. Everyone else is ridiculous and off the wall and he's just trying to Corral everything back together. He is the straight guy, is usually the eyes and perspective and experience of the audience. Yeah, I think Doctor Strange is going to be the straight guy for us. He is going to be the eyes, perspective, and experience of trying the chaos that's happening, trying to figure it out in real time. And then, most of the time, once you get to the the third act, you're there and you want to see them resolve it. So, first and second, you're with them experiencing and going through. Yeah. third you watch them tie it up because you're already invested and you want to see a solution yeah so i like that you will have that he'll get through he'll be meeting other strangers things will get really fucking weird and real fucked up and they'll bring in sinister strange what if strange for it mm-hmm. and when wanda they get to a conflict with wanda and she's like oh does her own fucking thing and then fucking zombie strange shows up and they're like what the shit yeah that's one more thing they gotta deal with god i hope this guys the limit for this movie i hope i'm right because if i'm right one you'll never hear the end of it i brought up loki again today <laughs> two this movie's going to fucking roll especially yeah. oh especially if the Illuminati scene happens early in the first act, which now I'm really leaning towards.
0: Yeah. Especially- it makes more sense than if it's happened late.
1: Yes. Because you feel like late is going to be dealing with Wanda. Yes. This one kind of sets the s- stage. It could be like yeah. first act or first moving into second as a transition thing. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think the Illuminati thing happens also other than a couple action clips. Usually in trailers, you get mostly first and second act anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that happens and you're introduced to whoever the blue figure is, whether it be a Miss Marvel, because there are a Marvel's show or movie coming.
0: Yeah. You got
1: Photon being Monica Rambeau. Could be a thing. Or it could be Superior Iron Man. And he, in a, as we've deemed, an on your left moment, comes in to help try and fight. Yeah. Or, or that scene you're seeing is when Wanda walks in trying to get to America Chavez, sees Christine sitting there. She starts blowing the place up. And then Tom Cruise comes in and saves the day. Or Or at least holds off it a little bit. Tries to save the day. Yeah, holds it off a little longer. Oh, okay. Okay. No, no, no. I'm breaking this down differently. (laughs) They already have America Chavez. Yes. Wanda tries to get to her. Right. Because her portal abilities. And. Because I think the entire movie she's trying to get her kids. Yes. She's going, I'm going to fuck all y'all up. I'm going to go get my kids. Yes. Because that was actually how House of M worked. You have something. Are we going to see the return of White Vision? No. He's just gone. He just flew away. He's gone now. They're going to use him for a West Coast Avenger thing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Which, that makes sense. Yeah. So, okay. So, now America Chavez is knowingly on the run from Wanda the entire movie, and that's when all this other crap starts unfolding. Yeah. So, pretty quickly out of the gate, we will know Wanda's the bad guy. Yeah. In fact, almost immediately, it's, oh, she isn't the sweetie of Westview Yeah. anymore like she's the scarlet witch she is the scarlet witch she knew what she was she had to let go yeah of everything she loved and you don't know what she did from then Mm -mm. she was she went and read that book yeah over a pentagram with a whole bunch of god i can't wait to get this tattoo uh (laughs) (laughs) yes i think most of the stuff we saw that we're really excited about is the first third of the movie yeah and then everything else starts to unfold and we see different shit. And the uh, Sanctum Santorum you see that's also melting away into black. I'm curious to see how
0: that's going to tie in, the, the Sanctum Santorum and, uh, and the uh, the Camartage where they train. Mm-hmm. Like how all that ties in. Like is she is she trying to... Kill all the sorcerers for some reason
1: because they're not Avengers, not specifically, but she's going after anyone that can get her to strange, that can get her to America Chavez, that can get her to her kids.
0: Could be because it does show, I guess, she wipes them out because the, the little uh training circle mm-hmm. that they train on it does show her like meditating with candles all around her on that same circle. Also, in the trailer,
1: uh, one of them that broke it down said in that shot because you see the clouds coming, you can actually see someone floating above them. Assumed to be Wanda. Yeah. I just got even more fucking excited for this movie.
0: Yeah. It's gonna be a good movie. I I don't see how this can be now. Uh, we can walk out of and be like, oh, they fucked that up. It's like
1: you would have to try really, really hard yeah. to fuck that up. Yeah, I'm excited about the movie. I do have one more fun fact
0: about the movie. Okay. Really? Anyways. Um So, originally, Doctor Strange was supposed to come out before Spider-Man, No Way Home. Back before all the dates got pushed.
1: Originally,
0: yes. So, originally, America Chavez was actually supposed to be in No Way Home, and that was how her character was supposed to be introduced, because she was supposed to open the portals for the other Spider-Men. They had to do a bunch of reshoots for Doctor Strange, Mm. and No Way Home to have Ned, that's why it's in like an apartment... Yeah. Ned opens the portals and it comes in. Which explains why they couldn't get to the point that we did of, yes, why didn't you do this? So it makes me wonder, if America Chavez was in it, would it have been the movie we wanted? No. You think they still would have had it, like, just because her character would have been in the movie. Yeah. It would have been, like, them running into her and then her, like, oh, I'll get them. Yeah.
1: And then open up a portal. Wait, you can open portals? Yeah. yeah. I I love Marvel's ability, just something that should have, like, 20 minutes of dialogue yeah is hey my parents always said that my family was magic yeah <laughs> that he's and you then had magic works. i have magic now cool and yeah. that's it that's the whole that's the 20 minutes of dialogue you should have had was done yeah and you could have done the same thing with america Chavez, but no i think the only way is you don't have to explain anything yeah you should have had goblin throw the grenade him reach out to get it at the same time just like the hand slow motion he sees it, and just, whoosh, yeah. boom. And then, he's like, who's here? Well, he, we, Spider-Man, we gotta get you out of here. Yeah. Like, but Aunt May is like, I know we gotta go. And they start shooting. He's like, we gotta go. Yeah. And then he takes him. To Toby. No, well, he takes him out. And then you have the scene where it's like, find Peter. And that's when Toby shows up. It's like, what? And then you can still do the sc- your Spider Man, yeah, and he can also hang from the ceiling, yeah. like stop throwing bread. You can yeah. still do. You don't have to lose some you of your funny little garb, but you've uh, you had the better scene all over here already. Yeah, and you're like, "Can you get
0: that spider web?" Sure. Yeah, it almost would have been better with Toby because he's older, and a little bit more awkward.
1: Yeah, he, he is, and so I think that would even worked out better for that scene. And then they can be like, and then he could be like, "We're trying to find Peter." He's like, and Toby was the one that said it. Look, do you have a place that you take him? My place was always this. Do you know yeah. where he likes to go? And then you can go there and he's sitting there with or he's sitting there by himself crying and Andrew Garfield's just sitting behind or standing behind him just like Uh I found him. Yeah. And they <laughs> then you still have the same scene of yeah. Hey man, we know my uncle Ben did this. We got yeah. this line, this is what happened. So enough correcting no way home into what could have been <laughs> a perfect movie yeah now it's just mostly perfect uh, i think we're gonna get one
0: more doctor strange trailer before it comes out
1: cocktease yeah
0: um i'm very excited for this movie god. i don't know if i'm more excited for this or
1: thor love and thunder right now it's this because i haven't right got a- this
0: because you've got the the trailers for it because i got haven't a
1: more and i have not gotten a trailer of christian bale as gore the god butcher yeah it's coming though a tiny splash yeah for the farewell this episode deserves a very good toast i'm so excited i'm so glad we actually got to break down this trailer because yeah. again there's so much and now i think we're gonna do this with the world love and thunder with wakanda forever
0: yes the trailer breakdowns
1: yeah we'll we'll look at we'll watch other youtube videos and we'll piece together what we actually think is going to happen yeah in this movie yeah so,
0: all right. Well, here's to uh, this movie's probably gonna be fucking amazing. We have two more weeks until Batman. Um, we have hmm, a month, five weeks until uh, Moon Knight. Um, oh
1: yeah, we got a lot of good coming our way. I'm super because ex- that had a trailer release too, mm-hmm. and you got more deep. In fact, I think next week we should dive into what we think Moon Knight's gonna do. Yeah. Thanks, think so. And then the week after that, we'll be able to do a full-on dive review of The Batman. Yeah. Because I'm watching it early Saturday morning. I'm watching that Thursday. Yeah. So, perfect. All right. Um, they have the
0: things. Thanks, thanks Marvel. Thanks, DC. You, we love you. Uh, so much. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment on your social media platform of choice. If you want to commission an episode, it's free. Uh, just let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Rank um future big bads movies top lists whatever um you can find us on social media whiskey and nerd shit if you can't find nerd shit uh the i might be a one i think it's just on instagram we're also on tiktok we will be on youtube for this episode um so you can watch us opposed to just listening to us um you can send us an email whiskey and ns at yahoo.com and until then everybody drink whiskey Hail. hail hydra That is delicious. That is also delicious.